Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. The Daily Compliance News for December 15, 2020, the Bar Resigns Edition. And we will begin with that story as Bill Barr is leaving the Department of Justice. He will uh, depart by December 23rd. He was no doubt uh, pushed out by Trump, although he uh, apparently resigned. Um, The early departure had been predicted because he wouldn't back up Trump's unsubstantiated election fraud claims. Deputy Attorney General Jeff Rosen will serve as the acting Attorney General unless, of course, Trump fires him and appoints some other lackey. It will be difficult, uh, it's really difficult to underestimate the damage that Bill Barr has done decimating the uh, Department of Justice and everything it stands for as the nation's um, prosecutors, not the president's. So it's going to be very difficult and very incumbent on the uh, incoming Joe Biden attorney general to repair the uh, just terrible damage engaged by Bill Barr. Next up, as reported by the New York Times, Pinterest settles gender discrimination suit by Francois Berger, the former chief operating officer who said she was fired after speaking up about mistreatment. Uh, This is one of the largest publicly announced individual settlements for gender discrimination. The company did not admit or deny liability, but at least uh, this part will, uh, the amount is uh, made public. The company... um, has made changes, or at least they've said they've made changes. The settlement is notable in its size uh, as well, and uh, the settlement is partial compensation for Ms. Broger's uh, lost income. Also, a part of the settlement is uh, dedicated to going to uh, charities that support women and underrepresented minorities in tech with a focus on education, funding, and accuracy. Uh, next up, the... Uh, Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, the question I have to pose is, are they now promoting corruption because they want to eviscerate the uh, Dodd-Frank requirement that companies um, disclose payments uh, to oil, gas, and mining companies? This uh, obviously is uh, something the energy industry has fought tooth and nail because they don't want any corrupt payments being uh, put out there to the public but it is something that would uh, obviously make the entire process much more transparent. Uh, the SEC um, re- uh, re- re- or excuse me, re- initially renounced the rule in the early part of the Trump administration, and now they have a uh, energy-friendly um, uh, rule coming in, uh, although the uh, American Petroleum Institute uh, has said that they uh, will probably attack it in court as well. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Of course, it's uh, with a three-two vote; it's guaranteed to go through. And but you have to ask the question: Is now the SEC promoting corruption? And our final story comes from the Financial Times, who report that uh, EY's fraud unit, their financial crimes unit, warned in 2018 that red flag indicators at Wirecard pointed to potential accounting manipulation and required further uh, investigation. Of course, this was scuttled by. Uh, uh, Jan Marsalek, the uh, client or customer who is the COO at Wirecard, 
uh, telling EY to end the investigation and EY giving an unqualified audit. You have to ask now, is EY really uh, going to make it out of this uh, as an entity given their uh, numerous missteps in the Wirecard case? The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.